Welcome to The Author's Journey with number one international best-selling author and in-demand publisher, Rebecca Hall Greider. Today, we'll showcase the works of an amazing best-selling author, find out the story behind their book, and explore ways to bring your message powerfully forward. Now, here's your host, Rebecca Hall Greider. Welcome, everybody, to the author's journey. Excited to be connecting in with you as we get to pull back the curtain and talk with best-selling authors, learn what the journey was like for them, what surprised them, what they discovered, what was exciting in bringing their book forward, and any wisdom or insight they want to share as part of their journey. So I'm honored to have each of you tuning in. I know you're going to love our guest today. She is the author, the creator of a fantasy series. It'll be a trilogy, and so I know we're in for a real treat today. I hope you're excited as we lean into the conversation. Here are a couple tips to really support you. One, I encourage you to take a deep breath. In through the nose, all the way to the toes. I even sometimes will wiggle my shoulders and toes, trying to make sure air is getting everywhere. I want that oxygen in and around and supporting so I can stay present. And I find that as we do that, we slow down, we take those breaths, make sure oxygen reaches every cell in our body. It helps us become present, helps us kind of release all that noise around us so that we can really tune in in here. So I invite you to tune in, to be present to really lean into the conversation because I know there are some gems here for you by the very nature of you leaning in, tuning in today. So to capture them, I encourage you to grab a piece of paper and your favorite writing utensil. So when you have that insight, that aha moment or something you want to follow up on, you're able to capture that right away. And of course, there will be a replay that you can listen to, but sometimes it's nice to be able to capture that information right when it's bubbling up within you or pulling you in. So I encourage you to do that. Make sure you have that paper and pen ready. And I'm excited to introduce our amazing guest today. Hannah Lyon is an international bestselling author. She has been in the book industry for seven years. She's the creator of the Rethos Fantasy Series. She is the executive editor and retreat coordinator for Your Inspired Story. She has worked with hundreds of authors to bring their voices and stories forward. She is a speaker, editor, and writer that is passionate about you owning your story and bringing it forward in powerful ways. Please lean in. Warmly welcome the dynamic, creative, and I would say a bit of a rebel, which you'll find in some of what she (laughs) shares. And I love about here, our amazing Hannah Lyons. Welcome to the stage. (laughs) Thank you so much, Rebecca. I'm so happy to be here. Excited to have you. I get so excited. I start stumbling over my excitement. So welcome, welcome. (laughs) I I hope that you hear that excitement and really looking forward to all that you have to share with us today. Oh, to start, I would love for you to share why a fantasy trilogy? Why did this work call to you and you leaned into bringing it forward? 
That's an excellent question. So I grew up as a Hobbit-loving hippie, so I fell in love with the magic of words and the magic of storytelling through music and books and art when I was very young. And I found that the way that I interpreted the world and I was able to face challenges as I grew up, it was very palatable through the lens of fiction and how I could translate things from a make-believe world into a world that is what we live in today. So I could not um, be writing in any other way than places where I could have magic, and that is just where I got started. Mm, I love that. And now you're bringing your magic to the world, (laughs) which is just so, so beautiful. I love, love that. So as you have leaned in. I know that this journey was not an overnight journey. You didn't just wake up one morning and decide I'm going to write a trilogy and there you go. And it just poured out. It has been a a longer journey and longer process for you. So do you mind sharing that a little bit with our listeners so they have that perspective and understand a little of what it takes to birth um, such a powerful and epic uh, series? Sure. Uh, I think for a lot of artists, particularly authors, it comes down to finding time and Mm -hmm. giving yourself permission to make that time. Because a lot of the time, our art can become just a hobby. It's something that we do when we're not busy, when there isn't something more important that takes precedence. And, you know, I've I've been growing my career as an editor in the writing world. I've uh, had two children. I've wanted to explore the world. And there's a lot of living that can often get in the way of actually finishing your book and even having the guts to share it with everybody to see. So for me, it it started with uh, a high school classroom, a little notebook, um, jots down of notes here and there until I actually was able to grow enough and find the right home for my story so I could set aside that time and that balance with the rest of my life and say, you know, my words are important, my story is important, and this is me translated into a fantasy realm. And now I've actually gotten to the point where I've been able to share it, and I couldn't be more proud of the fact that it's now out there. Mm-hmm. I love that. And and I hear some of what you're saying that it, it really also takes this decision to carve out time and space to bring it forward, not just letting it be a when I have extra time kind of thing, but really weaving it into your life and committing to it to birth it and and to bring it forward. And I'm so glad that you did. I have, I've loved your book. (laughs) And as you know, when I got to the end of it, right away, I wanted book two. (laughs) So I know. I know anyone who who leans in will will have that experience as well and be excited for more. And I hope that that is something that you hear, and I know you'll hear over and over and over again as you lean into bringing each volume forward in this this powerful series. So I'm curious if you could share, we've been talking about this series a little bit, um, if you could just give us a summary of what what this series is about, what you're hoping it does in the world, and then we can focus in on um, book one a little bit. Sure. So the series itself is focused a lot around rebellion, 
about people within the kingdom who are choosing to ask questions that they've been told in the past are not okay to ask, um, and being able to find your own voice and see if there's a different level of life, a better level of life that you could have, and what you're willing to sacrifice and what you're willing to fight for in order to be free. So that all begins within the first book, and I have been able to deepen and expand and complicate everything as the story goes forward into the rest. <laughs> I love it, and I can hear your excitement <laughs> around <Yes>. that <laughs> as, as book two, I know, is going through the, the steps and the process to to be shared with the world. So that's, that's exciting. And I know... Would you mind sharing the title of book one? And I'd love for you to share a little bit about it. And just to give perspective, listeners, this book was recently released, and it became an international bestseller very, very quickly, reaching multiple countries and multiple categories, which is just a huge accomplishment in the fantasy realm to to bring your book forward and move, have it received internationally that quickly and powerfully. So with that, Anna, I'd love for you to share the title and perhaps give a little bit of a feel of what this book one is about. Sure. So the title of book one is The Rebel in Violet, and it's the first book in the Freedom for Rako series. And uh, the first book covers the introduction of the kingdom of Rathos and how it's really on the verge of rebellion, the verge of rebirth, but the people who live there really don't know who to trust. And they have their oppressive lord who has been keeping them safe from a blood goddess across the sea. But there are these whispers of a better life that start to emerge, and there are men who bear rebel violet and have a lot of dark secrets who start to question everything and begin this uprising. And the name of my rebel leader is Master Will, and he arrives on the doorstep of a single mother who owns an inn in an old declining seaside town, and he kind of forces her to question how much of her life she's willing to sacrifice. And a lot of that has to do with the safety of her son, um, uncovering a lot of forbidden magic that entangles with this blood goddess and uh, kind of having everybody open up that dialogue of what rewards lie beyond being stuck inside of a cage. I'm just letting all of that sink in. <laughs> I hope people are leaning in on the edge of their seats, excited to see how she responds, what will happen. Yeah. How will things unfold? Is the opportunity worth the sacrifice and the risk? I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I would love to, to just take um, a step back for a moment and have you reflect on the journey a little bit. And for listeners who are leaning in on the edge of your seat, we're actually going to have her, Hannah, share a little bit of a sample reading in our next segment. So be looking forward to that so you get a, a deeper feel and experience. But as you reflect back on the journey and the book being released out into the world and people responding engaging to your, what we sometimes call a book baby, being released into the world and how it's been received. Did you have a favorite moment or something that just um, made you smile as you look back on the journey, a special moment or two? 
Yes. Uh, I have to say that finally being able to share my own book with the world um, instead of the, the support that I love to give to other authors in the writing world is uh, it's both thrilling and terrifying at the same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's, mm-hmm. it's this delicious balance of, of being able to manage your fear and being able to finally just take that moment to be proud of all of the years of hard work that it takes to be able to create not just a story, but a really good story, something that you know can be your legacy, that you can be proud of. And that is exactly what this book is for me and what this world that I've built and all of the magic and all of the people in it stand for. So I'd I'd have to say my favorite moment um, was being able to pull out a letter that my great uncle wrote me when I was 12 years old. And I was first starting to build worlds and see what it looked like to um, find the mechanics and the understanding behind what a good book could actually be. And uh, reading the words that he wrote me a long time ago about how, um, how strong my voice was, how unique my characters were, how fun my dialogue was, just this, this validation from somebody in the world who said, yeah, you're, you're doing a good job. This is worth the time and worth the effort. Um, and I just held that close on my launch day and have uh, kept it out ever since just to remind me that um, writing is a beautiful thing that can open doors for everybody. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing. Just beautiful. I'm sitting here and I have a, a smile on my face and I love that that has come full circle and that it's now part of your daily rhythm. <laughs> that message, that letter is, yeah. is really, really beautiful. Um, so thank you for sharing. We are getting ready to go to our first commercial break. And as we do that, listeners, it's an opportunity for you to just take a moment and soak in all of the shares that Hannah has brought forward and see what's bubbling up within you. What do you see or feel coming to the surface? And I love her her vision and her commitment to creating a really good story, putting that time and heart and energy, and there's wrestling that goes into it as well, to really commit to bringing that forward and building that legacy with it that you're wanting to share with the world. So take these two minutes, enjoy, and we'll continue our conversation in just a moment. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Rebecca Hall Greider's Speaker Talent Search is looking for speakers wanting to get on more stages. With just one audition, you could open the doors to hundreds of speaking opportunities, reach more people, and expand your impact. Finalists get to audition live in front of leaders looking to fill all kinds of speaking opportunities. Apply now at SpeakerTalentSearch.com. That's SpeakerTalentSearch.com. We look forward to hearing your message. 
Announcing a powerful new TV channel featuring programs designed to enhance and transform your life. Make powerful connections one program at a time. And by doing so, we can bring transformation to the world. Tune in each week to Empowered Connections TV as we add new programs to help you make empowered connections of your own. Visit EmpoweredConnectionsTV.com. That's EmpoweredConnectionsTV.com. And make the most of an incredible life transformation. Enjoying our shows and can't get enough of us? Follow us on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio and see what we're cooking up for you. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that time and really gave yourself a moment to sink into the magic and wonder of the world that uh, you heard Hannah share and create. I found myself leaning into the words and the language that Hannah uses. It has such a beautiful rhythm and feel to it, as do her her books and how she writes and what is brought forward and how it touches you. So I, I hope that you're hearing that, and I encourage you to listen to that as we continue our conversation. Hannah is so gifted in how she shares and how she uses language. Now, one of the things I promised is we're going to do a reading, so we will do that in just a moment. But before <laughs> we get to the reading, Hannah, I wondered if, because we shared one of your favorite moments, and that was so beautiful. I was wondering if there was a surprise, like in the journey, in the process, you've been in the, the book industry for many years. Was there a surprise in it being your book and being brought forward that you got to navigate through and any tips or wisdom you would give our listeners that now that you know what you know? Oh, I love that question, Rebecca. So what um what was surprising to me was having the tables turned in my situation so i was expecting this because um i i am used to working as an editor and as a supporter to people in the writing world who share their stories and publish their books um so i'm usually the one who's out there promoting and polishing manuscripts and making sure that they're in the most beautiful form they can be before they're shared with the world um, and yet I got to flip the script on that and be the one to reach out myself. So I got to reach out to the people who helped, uh, whom I had helped in the past, uh, different friends, different family, different connections in the writing world, and uh, to let them know that my own writing um, that I've been taking so long to share was finally going to be released. And to see how many people were more than willing to support um, was honestly a, a huge surprise because uh, mm. I know how hard it is to balance your your writing life with the rest of everything going on. And yet I had a lot of people who stopped what they were doing, who took a few moments to be able to buy the book, to start reading the book, to share it with all of their fantasy-loving friends. You would you'd be very surprised how many people out there love to escape into different worlds and, and take nuggets of wisdom to bring back to real life with them. So that was a very pleasant surprise in the process. So uh, if there's any advice that can be given from that, I think it would be that don't be afraid to ask for help from people. 
Don't be mm-hmm. afraid to own your voice and own your story and put it out there with all the good things, all the bad things, and let it shine. Because once once I was able to do that, um, everybody whom I spoke to was more than willing to support. And it builds a, a beautiful launch and a beautiful community um, through your writing. Mm. I love that. And what a beautiful surprise <laughs> to have so many come in. But you know, also it took that being willing to ask for help and let people know and invite them in to support. And I think there's great wisdom in creating room and space to do that. And what a beautiful gift that was to have so many lean in and dedicate time and energy and focus to really help your book shine out there beautifully and reach as many people as possible. So I'm celebrating that and smiling, and I had the the privilege and honor I got to be behind the scenes and some of those conversations, and it was so beautiful to see the honor, the respect, the love, and the celebrating of you that um, I witnessed in that group in that community. And I hope that you're just continuing to feel that as it ripples out in all its different forms and all the different hearts and lives touched. Uh, That was really uh, profound to see and experience and special. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So with that, I know we have built up the excitement and the anticipation of your book reading. So without further ado, Hannah, I would love for you to share the reading that you prepared for us today. (laughs) Okay, here we go. So I have just a couple pages to share with you. And this is an excerpt from Chapter 7 of The Rebel and Violet, which takes place um, the night that Rathos' rebel leader first arrives at Angeline's home. So remember, she's a single mother in a declining seaside town, and she's trying to keep her teenage son safe from the government and its military um, around them. Will shifted so his warm smile fell on Joshua and made his way over to the bar where he and his mother sat. Angeline didn't like that grin Will kept flashing. It was stunning and welcoming, but there was something else as well, some sly trickery that made her uneasy. How are you, my boy? Will asked Joshua. I heard you turned 16 today. Yes, Master Will, Joshua replied proudly, despite his mother's nervous hand on his shoulder. I thought you'd left, but I'm glad you're still here. Do you need something? Will glanced at Angeline quickly. Yes, Joshua, I actually wanted to talk to your mother. If this man wants to talk, then you're going to bed, Angeline told Joshua. This is ridiculous, Joshua muttered under his breath, then stood. He turned to Will and glanced up at him. You're here to help us, aren't you? All the problems people have been talking about, you're here to solve them, right? Even though everyone's scared. Will looked to Angeline again for a mere second before directing his gaze back to Joshua. Yes, he replied. I'll try my best because Rezos deserves freedom. Angeline almost burst out that his help wasn't needed and he should never come back here again, but the shine of hope in her son's eyes stopped her. Then Joshua did something that Angeline least expected and would never forget. He hugged Will. The moment Joshua threw his arms around Will, red sparks erupted in the air and hung in bright shimmers. Joshua jumped back, and Angeline screamed. 
The bits of ruby-like twinkles drifted between Joshua and Will for a moment, coruscating in the pale lamplight, then showered down to the dirty floorboards. What just happened, Joshua gasped. It's not possible, Angeline interrupted. He's got a touch, Miss McKinley, just like myself, Will said, surprise in his tone. That's what that magic means. Angeline shook her head. This was too much in one day, and she couldn't accept the fact that ancient, outlawed Armelin magic could burst into her common hall right between the rebel leader and her son. She'd taken measures to assure nothing like this would ever happen right on the night her boy was born. I'm what? Joshua prompted, his eyes darting questioningly between them. As a child, Angeline's grandmother had told her tales about those favored by the Armelin goddess and how they gave off traces of magic when their skin met. Those remnants were treasured and celebrated across the sea, yet they meant death here to those who could potentially bring the goddess's attention back to Rathos. She hadn't thought of those stories in a long time, and yet somehow she remembered them right now with frightening clarity. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> Listeners, I hope that gives you a rich, beautiful, delicious taste of Hannah's book and has you leaning in, wanting to know what will happen next. So, with that, while we're leaning forward in our seats, Hannah, I'd love for you to share what is the best way for people to add this book to their library and be able to enjoy it. So, what what formats is it, and will it be available in, and where can they get it? Yes, uh, I have the treat of being offered every single format under the sun for you. So. <laughs> Right now, we have the beautiful ebook available, and very soon you'll be able to have paperback or hardcover. And my favorite for all of you Audible listeners out there, we have a beautiful audiobook that should be available very soon as well. So you can take Rathos with you anywhere you want to go. <laughs> I love that. I love that volume by volume. <laughs> beautiful, <Yeah>. beautiful. <laughs> and and speaking of which, we, we've let people know it's a trilogy. So can you share what, if it's okay to reveal, what book two is called and when they can be watching for that as well? Because I know when they get book one, they're going to want book two. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Book two is called The Strings of Fate, and it will be available next spring. Mm, beautiful. So if, if we want to follow you, stay tuned, Be uh, have announcements as the new books are coming forward, Is what's the best way for us to do that? Yes, I, I do have a website dedicated to the trilogy, which is freedomforathos.com. And you're able to find me and my author page and a really fun trilogy group on Facebook. Uh, as well as Instagram at Lady Lion 19. Beautiful. 
Well, I'm excited. I hope everyone has written that contact information down that they're looking forward to adding book one to their library. And then I know they're going to want book two. <laughs> so it's good to know that that is coming out soon as well. And you can choose your favorite format to, to add this book to their library, which is wonderful because that's not always the case. So I love that you've created <laughs> uh, that much opportunity and, and choices for all of our, our beautiful listeners. And as we reflect back on our conversation and you think about their journey, is there something on your heart that you would like to share with our listeners, advice, um, something for them to carry with them? And, oh, and even before that, I do have one more question I want to make sure we talk about mm -hmm. is the cover. So before we get to advice and tips, can you share, describe your cover for those of our listeners who are more visual, and that way they will know that they have the right book as they are looking online mm -hmm. and what to look for? Yes, I'm glad that you remembered that because I absolutely adore the, the cover that our publishing team has created. It, of course, has Rebel Violet across the front. So you're going to see beautiful, beautiful dark purple ribbon there that is just the color that all of the themes of this book um, stands for. And the other thing that will catch your eye likely is some fire because uh, Rebellion is all about um, shedding old things and um, rebirth from those ashes into something new, something better, and the growth that comes from that. So you'll be able to see both of those elements on the cover of the book. Beautiful. And the title one more time? The Rebel in Violet. Perfect. Thank you. I love your cover, too. It has a beautiful energy and feel to it. It stands out so that I know anyone looking for that violet will and fire will find it. <laughs> so it's beautiful. I love it. And then what advice or a final tip or thought did you have on your heart to share with us today? Hmm. I would say that the most fascinating thing about fantasy authors is they're actually telling a story about themselves, but it's translated into different facets of different characters. And it really is a very vulnerable art form, um, any type of writing in any genre, to put yourself on paper. You're sharing your triumphs, your most proudful moments, your most shameful moments, Every piece of you, light and dark, is woven within those characters and the places they're in and the magic they face and the way that they respond. So essentially every element of me, um, things that I'm proud of and things that I'm not as proud of are part of the book. And being able to write that down and share that is, uh, is just an incredible experience. And I couldn't imagine myself doing anything else. So if you are a nonfiction author, if you're a fiction author, remember that the, the purpose behind what you're doing is always the same. And it's that nobody can tell your story the way that you can. You might think that it's done before. You might find similarities to others, but there's nobody who's you. So keep writing and finish that book and look for a good editor <laughs> and be able to find the perfect home for your story like I have. And I promise there will be miracles that happen in your life. Mm. 
Thank you, Hannah. I appreciate your wisdom, your heart, your spirit, and in, in all that you have shared. I love that reminder to tell your story. And, and I want to encourage everyone to bring it forward. We put it on that someday list when I have time, when I can get to it. And it's so important that you bring it forward now. You really make that commitment. You find that right path. You take those steps. Because if you feel that pull and that call, it's because people need your story. They need what you've created, what you're birthing, and they need it now. Not someday, maybe eventually, but they need it now. So honor that. Really lean in and get that support to bring your book forward. I hope you each have an amazing week. I encourage you to take a couple moments at the end of today's call and write a couple steps of what you're going to do today. Maybe it's add this book to your library. Perhaps it's looking at at fantasy a little bit differently than you have in the past. And perhaps something has sparked within you that you can lean into and bring your book forward. I hope you all have a a great week, and I encourage you to keep reading, keep writing, and be willing to take those steps forward to share your gifts, your talents, and your stories with the world. Have a great week, everyone, and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you for tuning in to The Author's Journey. Please join Rebecca Hall Greider for another edition of the Author's Journey podcast every Monday on the Voice America Variety Channel. And until we talk again, use some of the tips and inspiration from today's show to guide you as you lean in to bringing your message forward. 